Welcome to Pretty Funny Business, the playground brand we were forced to create in order to corral our founders' nonsensical ideas and general tomfoolery. From the founders of, but not generally endorsed by, Emmy Collective. From this podcast, you can expect off-the-cuff banter on feminism, funny business, and, well, not-so-funny business. Join us out of curiosity, stay for the hot takes and dad jokes. See you soon. Should we do slow clapping? <laughs> I, felt I, don't, like- I, I don't know why slow clapping has to get fast. It doesn't. Who did that? I don't know, but I feel like that could be kind of like one of your um, your brand codes internally. Is like we slow clap and we never go fast. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we're, we're, we want to be even more like against I don't want to lean in. I exactly. want to lie down. There is no no fast clapping. There is only slow clapping. That's why I said we don't do growth marketing. We do sloth marketing. One of our little Instagram quote things for you, Lauren, that just says, why does the slow clapping have to get faster? Lauren, I I love that. I love it. Um, All right. Well, welcome. Welcome to Pretty Funny Business. This week, we have our brand mother with us, Liz Mayor, Mayor, Meyer. Mayor. Mayor. Liz, Mayor. Um, Liz, tell us about yourself. So thanks for having me, ladies. Um, You know me as Brandma affectionately, but I am a bit of um, a hybrid. I have really kind of a life calling about um, really not only working with with brands, but also working with humans um, and really enabling um, both brands and humans to show up in, in the best light. So um, I have basically two gigs. I am a consultant um, with the partnering group where I do a lot of um, digital commerce, omni-channel brand marketing, commercialization strategies, and all that jazz for a host of brands. Um, and then I also, um, however, I'm very passionate about really getting um, women in particular to um, put their whole ass into their career. And so I am also a, a performance coach as well. And um, all of my um, information and content on my coaching is under my personal brand, which is a Work and Whim, the Work and Whim company. That's a little so bit about me. I want to say that um, you recently did a talk about bringing your whole ass to work, but you were censored and said they had said you had to bring your whole self to work right but we are an explicit podcast on spotify so that i'm allowed to say fuck whenever i need to and therefore today you can be bring your whole ass to work let's talk ass all day <laughs> i want that to be the episode title let's talk ass all let's day let's talk whole ass all day i love I it i think that will impact our viewership <laughs> okay well before we talk about bring your whole ass to work um there were some current events this week some some more relevant to me than others such as taylor swift ticket gate 
was perhaps more relevant to me personally than the World Cup. Um, anyone? <laughs> anyone here scored Taylor Swift tickets? Anyone? I did not. No. I you did. did. I did. Oh I my did. gosh, that's huge. concept. I did not personally score the tickets, although I did wait in the queue with 2,000 people ahead of me for hours and hours and hours. Um, but a friend of mine scored tickets for me. It was like a beautiful, beautiful Swifty universe moment because she did not even get tickets for herself. Someone else had already gotten tickets in her friend group and she waited in the queue anyway just for me. Aww, I did not even realize wow. what was happening. And she was like, I got two tickets. And I was like, oh, I'm so happy for you. She was like, no, they're for you. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, do you want them? I was like, yes. So I'm going to see Taylor Swift in Atlanta. I couldn't be happier. Although I also am in mourning for all of my fellow Swifty comrades who did not get tickets this week. It was mm. really brutal. Clusterfuck by Ticketmaster. Burn them to the ground. As I have announced to a handful of people, I will not perish if I don't see Taylor Swift. However, I would really like to. So if anyone has a solo ticket, I'm I'm good company. Or I'll go by myself. I love to travel alone. One of my favorite things to do. Just I'm here for you. If you Lauren need will go that. She's a good time. <laughs> You'll have fun. Right. Take Be friends Lauren. with Lauren. Yeah. Be friends with her. She is she is somebody you need in your friend circle for sure. Oh, see, I, the problem is I'm not really taking more friends right now, but be bribed. Have specific friend capacity, and at this point, we are at one hundred percent friendship utilization. I totally oh my that. gosh! Yes, yes. My 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 friends I have now don't get the love they need. So there's that. So I was thinking, we, I want to figure out how to do this like in a funny way, but because it's already funny, but I love Billy on the street. Do you, oh, yes. do you know this list? Yes. So I'm wondering if we can like lay down a topic and see if you have like a quick response to it. We can try that. <laughs> if you have nothing, I guess you can say pass. I could say pass or, I mean, is this kind of like stream of consciousness too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like $4, $4, Liz, $4. Oh, what, what's I your take on Elon's Twitter? Oh gosh. It's beautiful. It's better than reality TV. It's a different kind of view. Um, we're going to need more. So it's so, it's so hideous. It's like, so it, it is literally like a television show. It is so ridiculous. And that, I mean, I, is, do you want more than that? I mean, it's, it's so. We just wanted to make sure you weren't pro Elon before we had. No, oh no, absolutely not. I mean, you can't write this shit. It's so, it is so entertaining. It is like you are, I mean, I, I, it depends on how you define entertaining. I mean, I like, you can't write this shit. That's all. That's why I mean, it's like it. I literally, when I was reading headlines, I thought I had to double check. I wasn't reading click hole. That's literally, I did not believe it. I had to like read it three times. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Um, but my favorite part was when, you know, it was, they were, they referred to him as a Karen. I about <laughs> pissed myself. So anyway, like, and that was on the side of the building. I don't know if you guys saw that, but no. Oh, heck, heck yes. It was, it's like, it's hilarious. It, 
it is entertaining. It's sad and sick also at the same time. And we can talk about, you know, just kind of his tirade on, on what work means and just this, you know, this old school fascist, <laughs> you know, idea of what work needs to be and, and, you know, the treatment of employees, but, um, that's a whole nother topic, but yeah, it is. It's that's it's, a different podcast. That is a different I think. Topic. Yeah, yes. but, um, but yeah, you on Twitter has been the um, fake brand accounts that pay to get verified and then tweet. That's, yes, like I saw the Chiquita uh, Banana account that said that they overthrew the Brazilian government. I thought that was really funny, but I thought the intersection of this with the Ticketmaster thing was great because as soon as Ticketmaster tweeted that the general sale for Taylor Swift tickets was canceled the immediate response from like everyone that I in the, in my circles that saw it was like, well, are we sure this is a real account? Are we oh, sure that's this hilarious. This is real? Yeah. Oh, this can't be real. This isn't happening. I'm trying to find the ones that I sent to my husband because those are definitely um, extra bad. Let's the see. The Tesla oh, account oh. that was like, we know we Twitter shouldn't be surprised. No one knows more about crashing than us or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, yes. Um, I think that these are all pulled from the shit you should care about. Yes. Instagram account. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> it was Tesla. Honestly, the 53% drop in stock price doesn't phase us. If there's anything news about crashing, it's us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stop. Oh God! Coca Cola said, oh. "If this gets one thousand retweets, we will put cocaine back in Coca Cola." What's that one? Roblox tweeted, "We are adding sex to Roblox." <laughs> I love that. I did see that, and that's—I mean, I don't love it. But did you see the Eli Lilly? We are excited oh to God, add yes. this one as now. That. And then their that stock price dropped like 50%. Yeah. We apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from our fake Lily or fake, yeah, fake Lily account. Oh, and then bad. Burn, like feel the burn on that one. But I mean, seriously, it's, it's, it is. It's anarchy. It's it full is. anarchy. Justice for insulin. That's right. <laughs> okay, Liz, next topic. Are you ready? Yes. Tech layoffs. For ten dollars, for ten dollars, ten dollars tech layoffs. Um, tech layoffs. Now is the time for you to create a whole ass career. So when one door shuts, another door opens, and now could be the perfect time for these individuals, you know, who have probably been working in and you know pretty hectic and maybe chaotic, obviously cultures to really take their skill set and define what works for them. So. I did that and they can do it too. Ding. Yeah, I love that. I think so too. And I think, you know, I was talking to someone who eventually I will have to quote, but I'll have to think about it. Um, recently, who's, who had commented on like how SaaS companies and tech companies think they like own their employees basically right. and how they like nine to five lock people down to this crazy career life and I think all of these people now I don't want this is obviously coming from a place of privilege because um I have a job and I have not been laid off but I do think it's an opportunity to reevaluate what you really want to do next up that's right that's yeah. right that's what I did I got laid off before it was cool in 2022 
That was a, a vintage 2022. Or a laggard. Yeah. It's, it's really trend laggard. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's paved the way for all the layoffs. So actually, yeah, well, you all have Sydney to thank. <laughs> You're for welcome. It. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I won't be responsible for your downfall, but I'll be responsible for your recovery. Hit me up if you want to freelance. Dang. <laughs> Uh, do we have any other hot topics? World Cup. I don't. World Cup for twenty. I don't like sports, so okay. I like soccer slash football for a handful of reasons. I don't fully understand the sport, but I'm getting there. I love how it is a equalizer on the global scale. How yeah, except for America, really, it is like the sport. My son plays soccer. He's very Mm -hmm. good at it. Um, and I, they always have really good haircuts, Mm. you know, like it's always very stylish, Mm. but yesterday I texted Sydney something that I wasn't going to bring up, but then I remembered is that I was watching some coverage of the game and at the end, one of the, this is the problem with talking to you in all kinds of channels. It was, no text was it was a text. It was a text. Okay. Maybe it was an Instagram. It was a text. Was it a Slack message? Hmm. I have no idea. Uh, I don't think it was a text. She did a postcard. <laughs> Lauren, it was a text. <sighs> Sorry, Tim, you're going to have to edit out this. Pause. <laughs> No, you're right. It wasn't a text. My favorite text I've gotten from you lately is um, <laughs> going to do a day in the life of you on our Instagram page. And yeah, turn eight, over and don't laugh through it. 45 this morning, you said, my life sucks. No one wants to see this shit. And they didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she laughed through that. But I was going to try to do, we wanted to do this new series, Day in the Life, of like, showing what it's like to be able to work with a company like ours and she literally 45 I was like my life sucks I'm not see this shit my I was fighting my daughter I took a picture of my white minivan and I took a picture of her daycare building brick building <laughs> and I took a picture of my physical therapy building <laughs> a tour of suburban Ohio <laughs> to like check out my minivan and all of these brick buildings all these brick buildings right and then i was like here is the starbucks where i have my mobile order waiting for me this is awful (laughs) oh i had the idea of doing these day in the life things because i went it was like an unusually like day worth capturing and it was like too late because i had not captured any of it but i like went very early in the morning and met a client that happened to be in town at like a a cute coffee shop and then I went to dry bar and got a blowout and then I went on site to a different client I was like this is like such a beautiful exotic day in the life of me working at Emmy and I should be documenting this but actually on most days I leave my house for the first time to pick up my children from daycare at 5 p.m and it's already dark outside so it's like not also not really worth documenting yeah like, look at me. I can get my kid to daycare late. <laughs> <laughs> also, that day that I got the blowout and everything at 
12.30 daycare call and was like, your son threw up. You need to come pick him up. You're like, it, hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Just, it's like there's a, nice a round, morning in there's a round brush in my hair. I don't, I have, I have a couple things that I have to get to first. I like made it through my blowout. I picked up some Starbucks for me and for my client. I went into the office. I sat down, we chatted for a minute and then it was like, do, 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 do. your son vomited. Time to come pick him up. Yes. That's the okay, real I, I, I found it. it. It was on Slack. It was on Slack. Okay. So I was watching like the end of the World Cup, the game yesterday between Wales and the US. And the um, woman anchor or whatever was in the background. So I didn't, I don't really know what her real job was. But the person who was summarizing what was happening, she said like, this is the first goal the US has scored against Wales since 1958. Or maybe she said like the person's name that had scored the whale, the goal against Wales. And the man was like, hey, you stole that comment from me. And then she replied, actually, I said it before even you did. So now I'm just reiterating that fact again. But thank you for your contribution. And I (laughs) was like, oh, yeah, look at him mansplaining. Like he was so butthurt that she said her comment again after he had stole it. I, I'm sure it's recorded somewhere, but I got to witness it live. You got to like pocket this for the next time that someone talks over you in a meeting or repeats the same thing you just said as if it was their own special idea. I used to work with a client that there was a guy who did this to me all the time. And he like went down on record as like, oh, he's so great because he did this big initiative. I feel like you can't say any details or whoever listens to this is going to know exactly what it was, but (laughs) he did this big initiative. We're so happy about it. But meanwhile, I did the entire project, like beginning to end, did the entire project. I would be on meetings with him and say like, well, we could do this, crickets. And then he would say, we could do this. And they'd be like, wow, what a great idea. (sighs) Thank you for your contribution is how I'm going to be ending <laughs> any time. fact that I already said. Mm-hmm. Anytime we are mansplained now, we will be saying thank mm-hmm. you for your contribution. Thank you for your contribution. I love it. I like that. Thank you, next, is another one you can also say. Thank you, next. <laughs> All right, Liz. Well, because you're here, yes. we want to hear about... Wait, we need you're... to do a more distinct break for commercial. <laughs> Oh, for a commercial. Sorry, Tim. Sorry, Tim. Pause. We're going to pause. Pause. Now that winter is here, my lips are so dry and I find myself reaching for my All of Me Bear Balm daily. All of Me is a natural approach to skincare made only with good for you, recognizable ingredients that work on all skin types, including sensitive skin. Try the sugar scrub to exfoliate and moisturize, or the All of Me oil to hydrate your entire body. Both come in different scents for you to try and pick your vibe. The best part? There is something for everyone at every price point. So these make the perfect gift for that coworker or secret Santa that you don't quite know what to buy. Go to shopalloofme.com and use code PFB2022 for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. <laughs> we did it. Our first commercial break. We're growing up. We're growing up. Liz, 
Yes. Thanks for joining us. Because you're here, we don't want to ask you just generic questions. And we don't really do interviews either. But we just want to hear more about you, your passions, work and whim. We want to hear about your podcast, where people can find it and what they can expect to hear. And we want to hear a little too long, didn't read version of where what you presented at um, was it University of Akron? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for letting me talk about me and then more about me. Um, no, yeah, I, um, so as you guys know, I'm a consultant, um, and I'm, but I'm also a coach and I actually feel like to your point, that's, that's really my passion. Um, you know, it's, it's about creating and spreading the word rather on leading a career and ultimately a life that your whole ass can be proud of, because let's face it, we are all, um, here for a very limited time, far too limited. Um, and what I want ultimately my listeners and my, my clients to feel like is when they're done with a coaching session or they're done reading a blog or they're done listening to my podcast, they can say, wow, I feel good. Damn. I feel empowered to do it my way. Because if women in particular, just in general, like if people don't start really kind of thinking about themselves as the main talent in their lives then they're wasting their precious time and they're going to be miserable assholes. So there you have it. That's kind of my character of your own life. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think we've talked about this a lot, but I mean, and, and please jump in, but I mean, shoot, since 2020, the last few years have just been cringe, right? I mean, in terms of like the headlines, when you think about work, it's everything from like, at first it was like the great resignation. And now it's like, oh, there's a recession coming. Then it's like, oh, you can replace talent with AI. <laughs> Who needs people when you could have a Roomba? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's AI. I doubt that's AI. <laughs> but, but the point is, is that these headlines around work continue just to show that there needs to be this revolution of individuals stop Uh, to stop and think about themselves differently and not think about themselves as employees going to work, but ultimately think about themselves as talent in the movie of their life, because you get one movie, you get one show. And when you start thinking about yourself as the talent in your show and the talent at work, you start elevating what you expect from yourself and you start embracing that how you want work to look is entirely up to you. Anyways, that goes back to really just individuals being confident enough to say, I'm the talent and I have standards and embracing themselves as, as like really the leaders in their lives. Yeah. Like we had mentioned before, you know, the companies that you work for do not own you. Correct. And so at some point we have to also take on the responsibility of our choices. We are, we are choosing to work wherever we are working. That's right. Even if you don't realize that that is what you're doing, you're making a choice and it's up to you now. Like you're not being forced to do any of it. No one is making you have a busy calendar. No one is making you work for that specific person. 
And if we realize that no one is making us do the job that we're doing, like what, you know, what could someone's life really look like? That's right. I don't disagree with you in concept, but I'm thinking of my friends who are trapped working nine to five in an office or like in a job where they're required to go into the office and they have these jam-packed calendars, but they also like really depend on their income like, what would you say to someone like that that doesn't know where to start or feels so stuck? Yeah, that's actually a really great question. And and I, I think I think the thing is, is that, number one, it's it's not it, we, we talk about like, oh, just pivot, you know, pivot like it's easy. Like you literally just turn your chair. I'm pivoting. Here I am. I'm pivoting. Yay. And it's not like that. It takes time. And, and I think I think to your point you know, an individual and and where they find themselves in work is ultimately in relation to the decisions that they've made and the choices that they've made. And I think for a lot of, you know, women of certain ages, you start working and then you might have a family and that, you know, 60 hour a week job in the office with, you know, an hour and a half commute on top of it is no longer as sexy, no matter what the title is, no matter what the pay is. So I think, Again, I, I mean, I kind of put it back on the individual. I believe um, I have a model that I teach called um, the whole ass ecosystem. And individuals need to really start with, well, what are my values, right? Like, what what is it that when I'm done with like this precious life that I have, like, what is on my tombstone? Like, what do you want your obituary to say? What do you want your life to be about? And and I think just starting to get clear with that and not being afraid and, and having individuals think in terms of life resume and not just work resume. If you're in this place where you're like, gosh, I need the paycheck. I need, you know, I need the stability. I think it's about really kind of taking the time to empower yourself to think bigger beyond you know, what work has been and ultimately to get creative and say, what is my vision? And then what are the values that I want to see in work? And then I think it's about defining like non-negotiables. So let's just say that you're the type of person that works 50 hours a week in an office, 60 hours a week in an office. You know, maybe it's about negotiating differently. If it's a job that you love and a company you love and a culture you love, then sit down and say, listen, I really believe that, um, you know, I'm more productive and I'm a better leader and a better contributor um, when I'm not, you know, commuting three hours a week or whatever that, that you know, trade-off is and start negotiating that. If the company isn't willing, you know, to really have that flexibility, then I think it's time to make a different choice of, of where you work because there are so many other options out there. I think what is important too. what you've been talking to Liz is um, this idea of life by design Mm -hmm. being individualized. Like Sydney, you mentioned, like, what if somebody is doing nine to five? Well, maybe they love that. And if they love that, then they should keep doing that because just because I like working from home doesn't mean that everyone does. Maybe that's the only socialization they get all week, or maybe they just need to get away from their tiny apartment. You know, I don't know what that is, but, um, I don't know what that would be like going into an office nine to five, come on. But if it fits someone's lifestyle, that I think the point is like, as long as they are reflecting on themselves and choosing what works for them, then YOLO, you know? Right. 
Well, and the thing is, is that your relationship will with work will evolve as you do and as your life does, you know? So like right now, the idea for me personally of going into an office, there's no way. But when I was at the onset of my career or I was just joining a very large company, like I loved going into the office. I loved the energy. I loved the work. I loved being there. I couldn't imagine, you know, having the relationships that, that I did and, and, you know, um, you know, not having that, but that was also before teams and zoom and all of these other technologies. But again, it's, it's, it's about making decisions from a place of strength over time. If you're in a relationship with your work where you are feeling like you're constantly, you know, up against yourself, right up against your values, your integrity and your confidence is going to suffer. And if you aren't in alignment with what is showing up in your life consistently and it is not aligned with your values, you, it doesn't matter how much money you're making. Your health could suffer. Your happiness could suffer. And we always say this, you know, Lauren is happy cows make the best cheese or whatever. You're well, not going to show up to call right? people cows anymore, even though I agree that happy cows make the best cheese is still the best slogan. Or say it another way, happy, happy talent does the, make the best honey. Happy talent. Happy, happy moms make the best breast milk is much better <laughs> than having someone yeah. have cows. <laughs> yes, there you go. Sorry. Yeah, cows. I love cows, so it's fine. But sure. happy cows. Fed is best. Fed is best. This is not a breastfeeding group. I feed my my daughter has formula. Formula is the best. Formula is a modern miracle of science. We love formula. We love breast milk. Do whatever works for you. Build your own life. Parenting by design. Parenting uh, by design. Life by design. Yes. Yeah. Fed um, by design. I, I agree with you. I think that like the remote work piece is interesting because obviously the last two and a half years have changed remote work in a big way. Like I, I've been working remote since 2017. And when I started working remote, I thought it was crazy. Everyone I knew thought it was crazy. Everyone I knew was going into the office all the time. They're like, wow, you just sit in your apartment all the time. And I was like, I know I'm kind of lonely. Yeah. Um, but now, I mean, it, it's so different. Actually, it was really funny. You know, I'm, I'm in New York city. So the pandemic hit us the hardest first, I guess, after Seattle and, uh, when everyone's offices first started closing and all my friends started working from home too, I was like, this is going to be so great. And it's like funny because they're closing all these offices. So we don't see each other anymore, but I'm going to see more people than I've ever seen. Before <laughs> we're all going to go to lunch together. It's going to be awesome. And then of course, like everything shut down and that's not what happened at all. But, um, the remote work thing is interesting because I think there's in, depending on the industry that you're in, there is kind of this pressure to be back. And I think for a lot of industries, they're like buying back and like post pandemic as being back in the office. So like I have a close friend who works um, in the government, like in the city government, and they're very, it's like a statement that New York City is back because we, all of our employees are back in the office and it's like very strict. And like I have family that works in finance and they are also like, we have to be back because of all of these regulations and FINRA and blah, 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 blah. Lots of things I don't understand about how things are regulated, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I also think there's like an emotional for like senior leaders. It's like, no, our company is back and we have recovered from the pandemic because everything is back just like it was. But that's just such a 
false reality. Nothing is like it was. It will never mm-hmm. be like it was again. And we proved that we can work remotely well for two and a half years. So if we're like forcing everyone back to the office because of regulations, like do the regulations need to be changed? Or like we're trying to make a statement that the city has recovered. Like what about working remote means the city hasn't recovered? Um, I don't know. It's just, I think that working in tech, it's very easy to be like, yeah, of course we can work remote. Like I've always kind of been able to work remote. Even when I wasn't at a remote company, I could work from home whenever I wanted to. Um, but it's just not like that everywhere. And with the, the tech layoffs happening right now, I feel like the whole power to the people, we can do whatever we want. Like the last six months of people can get these crazy inflated salaries and really whatever flexibility they want written into their contracts because hiring was so challenging. Now that's kind of changing right. too. Like the, the whole career climate, I think is kind of in flux. So I agree with you. Uh, the like work by design, choose your own adventure, build a life that works for you. Um, and I think I'm mean, obviously what Lauren and I have done. And I think what we are seeing more and more of is uh, more people that are choosing to go out on their own and more companies that are like, well, I have lost all my headcount because we had to slash headcount to look more profitable, but we actually still have all this work to do. So we're going to go to freelancers right. now. Right. Is anyone going to work? It's just a different line item. Well, don't give away our business strategy, everyone. Come on, see secrets. Yeah. Some industry secrets. Right. No, and I think I think whatever choice you make, I think it, it it's important anytime you're making a decision to come at it from a place of of strength and from a place of confidence, and that always comes down to, you know, really just ensuring that, and this is super cheesy, but that like you, that you like yourself better than like that you love yourself. Right. And you're, you love yourself enough to ask for what you want, you know, growing up and in college, it's like, you have to find a great employer, find a great employer, find a great company. And, and I mean, we hear it all the time that companies refer to themselves as families, which makes like talk about cringe, like, you're not a family member if your name's not on the building. So let's get that straight. Like, right. I mean, companies need to separate with employees and and usually families, um, unless there's a really good reason, try to stay intact. So I think the thing is, is that, you know, we're all taught to find a really good company, trust your company and trust isn't wrong, but I think we oftentimes get the equation backwards where we're constantly thinking, I need to just trust this company. I need to just trust this company. And and people are doing that at the expense of being confident within themselves. If you find a company that you work for, like, and you trust, that's amazing. But always make sure that your confidence in yourself is greater than the trust you have for the company that you work for. It takes courage and confidence to ask for what you want, whether you want to be at work five days a week, whether you want a promotion, whether you want to raise. Um, but, you know, I think it's just really, really important that everybody get that foundational structure right in their brains um, and ensure that that they're doing things that that continue to enable, um, you know, their integrity to themselves and their their development of themselves on their own versus waiting for like a boss or a company to do it. How did whole ass come about? What does that really mean? Like in your own words. And I know that you've like also compared that to like being to half-assing. 
Yes. Half-assing stuff. Like women, you, you said, I feel like the first time we ever talked to you, you're like, women can't half-ass anything. Like we can only bring our full self. Yeah. So when I think about whole ass, like I think of it, you know, being, you know, not just, it's just all parts of you, right? It's, it's your emotions. It's your, it's your strengths. It's, it's your, um, it's your life. It's like your full life. And women in particular, I think, you know, it, it, there's bodies of research, research that says this, this is not my own personal research, but women tend to be a, a, a floodlight and men tend to be more of a flashlight. And so women's tendencies are to really take in everything around them. So if you think about, you know, just by nature, especially if you're a working mother, you have responsibilities. And in the morning, you've probably gotten up, wiped your ass, wiped somebody else's ass, mm -hmm. ate your breakfast, it made somebody else breakfast, packed your lunch, packed somebody else's lunch. I mean, we're just constantly nurturing and, and we're constantly taking everything in um, just, you know, as, as a, as a, as, as women. And so I think when I say whole ass, I think sometimes we've been encouraged, you know, over the years, it's like, oh, don't come with your emotions. Don't come on too strong. And, and I'm not advocating that we all have a crying fest <laughs> or that we all necessarily like wear our hearts on our sleeves when I'm talking about whole ass. I I'm talking about whole ass is saying, know who you are, know what you want, know how you want to feel, own how your life is showing up for you today or not, and then have the courage to place the bets on yourself so that you have a work and a life that you're proud of. Like period, end of story. Anyway. Boom. You go. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for sharing. We're trying out something new. Okay. Um, a little template for getting to know you and potentially other guests going forward. We'll see how this works. Okay. It's based on a template for asking your kids what they want for Christmas. Oh. Cindy, I feel like you have it in front of you. I do. It's, uh, okay, Liz, you may have heard that you have kids. You may have heard this before. It's something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. Okay. So what we want from you is something you want right now. It can be like a thing, like a Christmas list thing or just anything in life, more metaphysical. Uh, something you need. Uh, something you are wearing right now, not literally right now, but just in general, like what are you wearing right now and something you're reading right now? Oh, okay. Okay. So something I want, um, gosh, you know what I really, what I want is I want, um, really just a day of nothing. Like I just want a day of like no scheduled, you know, meetings. And I, I want just kind of a day that I can sit on the couch and, um, and, you know, just that counts as anything restorative. So I, I feel like I need a little bit of a break. So that, that's something I want. There you go. That's like not super exciting. Um, something I need, and I'm actually doing this tomorrow is um, I need to set aside time to do a year-end review and a, and a next year setup with my husband. So we're actually going to take like a very long lunch date tomorrow that will end with some cocktails where we're basically going through and just like reviewing our year, reviewing the finances, reviewing what did we want? What did we say we want this year about? 
where did we fall short? What do we have to do better? And what do we want for each other and for our family next year? So we're going to do like a little bit of a planning session. Yes, we need to do that. We would need a mediator. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's that is awesome. Yes. Yeah. I will. I have a little bit and, and we're going to do like finance and then we'll do things as individuals. Like there's things my husband needs to work on. And I don't need to work on anything because I'm pure professional. I'm just kidding. There's things obviously I want to do, but I think getting on the same page, especially as you go into the holidays, because I feel like the last 90 days, last 60 days, people kind of just say, oh, screw it. I'll, I'll figure it out in January. I don't want to do that. I want to know, like, what do we want? How do we set up the next couple months? And as we do have some downtime, how can we get ahead in those areas? So yeah, we do something like just this kind of too. We do it the week between Christmas and New Year's, but we call it vision questing, yeah. where we each go on a vision quest. Yes. And like individually nice. go on a that. vision quest. And just like one year, Tim went to the Whitney and looked at art. And one year I went ice skating by myself at Rockefeller Center and just, you know, thought about I love how, that. what we were happy about, what we were not happy about, just like in life in general in work and family. And then we just talk about it. I think we do a finance review that. thing too. I love that. And then, Lauren, you better um, hire your mediator. I can be your mediator. <laughs> Sorry. Very, very um, uh, what am I wearing? Okay. Here's what I'm wearing for my birthday, which was like, well, I count November as an entire birthday month. I celebrate the month. I'm one of those annoying people. We um, missed it. Yeah, no, it's fine. It was on the 14th. So, but Happy my birthday. birthday. Thank you. I've turned 29 for like the 50th time. So oh, yeah. I bought myself a, uh, thank you. I bought myself a sauna blanket, an infrared sauna blanket. So I wear that a couple times a week and I love it. I don't know. It could be total bullshit. I really Does like it. Does it get hot? Yeah. So I haven't worked up to the setting where it's like super, super hot. I'm like easing in, okay. but I like sit in there at the end of the day, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, a couple days a week. And I emerge feeling like so relaxed, so restored. It's like a sleeping bag and it's Is it designed amazing. for you to sweat in? Yeah. So it's, it, yeah. And then you just like, you let it cool down and then you wipe it off with like, you know, whatever, like, but I don't feel like I've gotten super, super sweaty yet in any of my sessions. And I am a sweaty lady. I, you know, again, we know that I'm Italian, so there's all sorts of body hair and things going on. Um, but I, but I don't, I, it's not like a, it's not like a drenched, like hot yoga sweat. It's like, it's like a glistening. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. Speaking of body hair, I saw this thing on Instagram yesterday that was like every, I reposted it. It's like every woman, you know, it's fighting a lifelong battle with a single chin hair. And I have never That's gotten true. so much engagement on anything I have ever posted. Like every woman that follows me responded <laughs> and was like, oh my God, I thought it was only me. <laughs> but just throw that out there for it's everyone. Not it's not you. a single chin hair either. It's at least five. That's right. It never oh. is just one because where there's one, there are others okay. lurking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, sauna blanket. I'm uh, sweating thinking yeah. about that, but I'm really happy that you're enjoying yeah. that. And then the reading. Yeah. Is that another one? What are you reading right Last now? Month. Oh, gosh. I am another, like, I read like 20 things at once. Um, 
which is also a problem. But I am I'm trying to think of the thing. Um, I am re <coughs> I am reading The Untethered Soul. I love it by Michael Singer. It's really, really good. Um, that is one of the things I'm reading. There's other ones too, but I don't feel like there is like earthy crunchy. Um, highly recommend. Great book. Right. Great, 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 great book. I yeah. Um, that's well, Liz, that's it. we're going to take a break really quick for another commercial. And then yeah. I, I do want to keep you on for our last segment, which is not something we'll always okay. do with our guests, but this one is special. Oh, okay. I hear yeah. Absolutely. I'll stay put. Our, our final segment is uh, normally when we will do a review of posts that we have seen um, and, and maybe like mildly roast them, but we're going to pivot it a little bit this week. And in, we're going to roast people yeah, IRL. We'll roast people like we actually, know and yeah. we'll allow some of them to remain anonymous unless they happen to also be on this call. Um <laughs> we're gonna talk about people we know who have fallen for phishing scams and uh for the uninitiated aka people who do not work in tech and have not had to sit through any number of security training videos required by tech companies um a phishing scam is when some bad guys try to get you to give up some personal information or financial information um, in a nefarious and sneaky way. Um, a very common scam is that you will get an email or a text message, quote unquote, from your CEO. You'll like find your CEO's name and say, hi, this is Mark Zuckerberg and I have an urgent need. I need you to go buy me $500, $10 iTunes gift cards right now and email them to this address. Um, so we have a few people we know that have fallen for this specific scam. Um, should we talk about Liz first or we talk about Liz last? Uh, why don't I tell the client story really no. quick? And I have then another story too and Liz then we'll let Liz go. And then Liz can comment. Yeah. <laughs> well, all of this started because my husband recently did something so stupid. So my husband works in finance. And so he, of course, like has a lot of things that he has to abide by. Regulatory um, stuff. Yeah, like just things that he has to know. And so when I told him that he did this, I was like, you realize that this is like my version of that. Like in my world, if I would have done what this you did. This is basically did, insider trading. We'd be in big trouble. Yes. So he, uh, you know, we had, we had a, we had a compromised credit card situation. And then like literally three days after we got our new one, we had another compromised credit card situation, which was weird. But I was like, is something, you know, did somebody get like our social security information? I'm not sure. Mm. But finally, my husband was like, yeah. So the first time, I don't know what happened. But the second time, you know, I spent a lot of money at Golf Galaxy and at Dick's Sporting Goods. And so they sent me an email that was like, thank you for your loyal uh, patronage loyalty yeah we what we would like to do is in exchange for an mps survey we will give you a free yeti um a free yeti mug and all you need to do is pay 6.99 shipping and i was like my <laughs> red flag 
He was like, yeah, as soon as I submitted that form and all of our credit card information, I thought, I thought <laughs> yep. The Yeti's not coming. <laughs> there is no Yeti. We were, uh, we were, we were having an, yeah, he knew that something went wrong when he looked at me and goes, did you DoorDash from Olive Garden? And I was like, hmm. We know how it me, was. bro. Was it me? He's uh, like, yeah. And so I was like looking at the email and it's like, Dick Sporting Goods, all one word is the sender. And like the email address is dot Malaysia dot you dot me. Right. And I'm like, Mike, he's like, I what? I don't look at that stuff. All I saw was dicks, free a mug, six bucks. I was like, oh, like, yeah, they had you all the way until they were like, you know what? We wish we could give it to you totally free, but that six bucks is really what put us under. So anyway, Tim, you have to shorten that one. But we were on a call with a client who will remain anonymous. But when I tell you, about the security requirements that we had to go through to work with this client. They're extreme. <laughs> we had to sit through security. We have logins for their company. We have laptops <clears throat> from their Physically, oh, wow. I like, have a physical second laptop that I have to do all oh, over. Yeah. They did background checks on all of us. And we were having a meeting about something. I'm not going to say it was serious, but we were like, in a productive meeting and the client said one of the one of the team members said uh, um, excuse me excuse me everyone i am so sorry to interrupt but i just got a text message from our ceo and he has a very important task for me so i'm gonna have to go mm. and we all were like whoa 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 <laughs> no that's not it's not your ceo that is not them and, and this person was like, yes, it is. It says their name and everything. And it says, I gotta go buy my gift cards. He's like, I gotta go. I can't, we're gonna have to reschedule this meeting. I've gotta go buy these gift cards or whatever it was. And we had to like talk them off the ledge. So in one of our lovely meetings with you, our grandmother, we were telling this story and you were like. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I got to go downstairs for something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, my husband is a law enforcement officer. I think you guys know this. He's, he's the popo. And he was like, oh, come on. Like, he's like, I can't believe you fell for that. And now every time we go to Target, we he finds the manager who retur returned him and is like, oh, look. We're not buying $3,000 worth of, I think it was like Google Play gift card. It was something so stupid. But like what happened was I got a text from my CEO who is not my CEO and I should know better because I have his number in my phone, but I was just not paying attention. And it was, it was basically like, hey, I'm with a client. We're going to be running an event for them. You just need to purchase these gift cards. And I was like, uh okay and then i like he's like i need them purchased right away and i'm like okay so i go to target and i like get a, all these gift cards and i go to the thing and the lady's like you know be careful because there's a lot of scams going around and i was like yeah i i don't know the ceo texted me and she's like yeah, just be careful don't activate them she's like whatever because i don't remember so she, so I walked out the door and they're like, okay, now go ahead. And I'm like, oh my God. And I like ran in and I was like, 
and they're like, they were great. They were, they were like, we can take them all back. Like, but normally they can't, you know, she was like, no, you're, you're good. You're taken care of. But it was, it was crazy because, you know, of course I was like, oh my God, I am so embarrassed. And now ever since then it keeps happening. And so now when it keeps happening and I get these texts, I'm like, I have a lot of fun with it. I'm like, oh yes, I cannot wait to buy you all of those gift cards. Or I'll be like, fuck you. I hate you. you like, I'll be like, like, I, yeah, I do reply back. I mean, I what's that? Only for the one time it is your CEO. And you're like, oh, oh. No, I have a cell phone number now in my phone. But <laughs> I was, I was felt so bad. I mean, I was horrible. And then of course, like my husband was like, are you serious? Like, and so now every time we go, it's my local target. I mean, I got in the car and I drove and the whole time I was like, God, who does he think I am? I'm just here to buy gift cards. Like, what the hell? I was like really pissed off. Like, who does he think he is? And I was like, and I'm like, oh my God, like what an, I'm a moron. But I will tell you, I brought my whole ass that day and, <laughs> sure and did. I did. And, and my, but I'm telling you, every time we go to Target, we see the manager and Mark's like, don't worry. Or if we've bought gift cards, he's like, don't worry. These are not fraudulent. Like he goes <laughs> to the manager. You will never, you will yeah. never forget. So, there you go. I think it's funny. Kind of. Uh, yeah. I think it's, I think it's funny because they refunded me my yeah, money. They done, done that what did, what did your, what did you say to your husband? Remind me. Cause you said that he was like saying, I can't believe you. And you said something about his career path being his career path and yours being different. Yeah. I was like, like, you have to remember that I am not in law enforcement. I am not on the front edge of scams. He's like, this is not even law enforcement. This is common knowledge. So I tried, I, I tried to like make a dramatic exit, but it did not work. Whew. And nor did those gift cards <laughs> <laughs> any longer. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. They were Google play gift cards too. They weren't even like Visa cash. They were like, I'm like Google play. Mark's like, Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Um, I had a friend who told me that she was reviewing expense reports for her STRs or something and uh, saw that someone submitted an expense report for like $1,000 and it was for like Target or something like that. She was like, what is this? And they were like, oh yeah, I got a text from the CEO. They needed a bunch of iTunes gift cards. So I went and got them and I gave them to him. So that's just my expense report. <laughs> dumb, dumb. Dumb, dumb. I know. Anyway, so this is a scam and have not fallen for it. This is your yeah. PSA. Morning. Your, CS, your CEO is yeah. never, he's never going to text you and, and ask you to buy gift cards ever. That's not a thing that CEOs do. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Even if it's Lauren might need some gift cards just as a joke. Yeah. Some need some. I might need them. Yeah, I was just going to mention that my mom. She um has a friend who um had been scammed, and my mom had this question like, "Come on, what is this person? I don't think it is a scam because what is this person really going to do with twenty five dollars to eBay that they need for their daughter to buy something?" And I was like, "They're going to combine it." with the other $25 they have from eBay from these 1,000 other people and make it $25,000 to eBay. 
Right. So if your mom needs to know that, you should tell her. That's right. Stay safe out there. That's right. They do prey on the elderly. They do. It's very bad. Elderly being 42-year-olds like myself. (laughs) I'm now elderly. It's all good. All right. All right. Well, Liz, any final final words? No, just... Promote yourself. This is it. Yeah. I mean, you are all the talent in your life. And I, um, and you know, this is just, you, de- you deserve a, a whole ass, whole ass happy life. And I want to thank both of you for hosting um, and having me. And I, you know, I just really enjoy working with you both. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can find me um, predominantly on Instagram at work and whim. Um, and so that is my, my handle. And um yeah, like reach out. I would love uh, for you um, to just reach out and DM me if you're interested in any coaching. You can also check out my website at workandwin.com. I have a weekly email blast um, where, you know, I just kind of do some blogs and some motivational tips and, and whatnot. So definitely reach out and get in touch. And thank you. Like and subscribe, share, tell everyone.